Chapter 32 The Devil Doesn't Pull Out The human body is capable of ingesting a million bits of information a second through the retina and other senses. Still, most humans can only actively recall less than 2% of that data. Apollyon was capable of processing over 100 million bits of data per second, and his superconscious mind had access to every byte. Asriel's micro-expressions did not escape Apollyon's gaze. It was very minute, yet it triggered a red flag in his consciousness that engaged the protocol for Apollyon to scrutinize further and investigate. Still, the mighty cyber-sentient retained a very deceptive poker face. How do you feel, father? Apollyon asked, checking his vitals. Like I got hit by a train. The devil said in Azrael's flesh. He touched the implant on his forehead. What the devil is this? He asked, rubbing the device in a circular motion. It's called the neuron radio, Apollyon told him. This is the device I used to channel Mother's consciousness. Don't you recall? Apollyon asked. Oh, yes. It was nice to see Sophia one more time, the devil lied, raising another red flag for Apollyon. He wasn't able to reach Sophia. He did reach Azriel's dead mother. I'm glad you're back, father, Apollyon said to the man he knew was not Azriel. We have much work to do, he told him. Yes, much work to do indeed, the devil said, studying his grandson. We need to find and utterly destroy the group that sponsored this attack. Apollyon told him, we have diff- we're having difficulty tracking the Christian militants in the mountains and the caves. It seems they only have, they only come to the cities to attack us and to buy goods and services, he explained. I have a solution for that, the devil said, rising from the surgical bed. I'll need some time in the study to prepare my notes, he told Apollyon. Thank you for your efforts, Nimrod. The demon that possessed Azrael told him. I live to serve, Apollyon replied to Azrael's back as he left the medical bay, aware that he wasn't technically alive. Yasmin was outside of the medical bay. She caught the demonic emperor in the hall. Azrael, your excellency, she yelled as she walked quickly to embrace him. The devil sized up Yasmin with lustful eyes. They mirrored her embrace. She was fit and stunningly beautiful, but most importantly, corruptible. Her dark secrets oozed from her eyes. The devil fascinated, fantasized, drinking her beauty in the essence of her polluted soul. Oh my god, Azrael, I thought you were dead, she told the devil in in Azrael's flesh. I said there's no fucking way it all ends like this, she said, staring into his one true eye. How are you feeling? She asked, stepping back. Just a step. The devil held his head and regurgitated the same line he fed Apollyon. Like I got hit by a train, the devil said in Azrael's flesh. Yasmin touched his arm gently. You got shot in the head, she said softly. That's a fucking mortal wound, she pointed to the implant in his forehead. I'm just glad you survived, Yasmin told him. The devil breathed deeply. He continued to smell the sweet secretions flowing between her legs. She was somehow aroused. Perhaps she's always aroused, the devil thought. Nonetheless, I will make her my bitch, he said to himself. 
and the real Azrael that lay dormant inside his mind. Thank you. Me too, the devil said, closing the gap between them. Is there anything I can do for you? Yasmin asked, concerned for his well-being. Yes, the devil told her, leaning close enough to whisper to Yasmin. The devil spoke slowly, gently, kissing her ear with his words. I want you, he told her, pulling her into his throbbing erection. It was his first in the flesh. I want you too, she whispered back. The devil smiled, a smile only the devil in the flesh could muster. Meet me in my penthouse in an hour, he commanded with great authority. Yes, your excellency, Yasmin replied with excitement. She wondered what had inspired Azrael's long-awaited romantic advance. Was it from the emergence from his second coma or a way to grieve from his lost wife? Had he always felt this way? Something got into you, she thought, but had no idea that thing was the devil. She had known Azrael for twelve years. They fought side by side on countless missions. They had even held each other naked to share warmth while surviving in the frigid cold. She offered herself to him once when they were alone after a fierce firefight, yet Azrael politely declined. Sex was best with a little shot of adrenaline, she always said. Azrael and Yasmin led an adventurous, adrenaline-filled life, and they spent many nights alone, sometimes under the stars, other times in abandoned buildings or lying low in veins. She often wondered if he rejected her because she had a reputation for being promiscuous, but perhaps it was because he did not mix business with pleasure or had to remain vigilant. Azrael had been with princesses, queens, even during the times of the neo-monarchies, Sophia was high class. Maybe he felt she was beneath him at the time? Or it stemmed from a sense of fidelity to an unknown partner somewhere in the world. There was also the fact that he knew several of her former lovers ended up dead by her hands. Regardless of what the constraints were in the past, they would not be in the way this evening, she affirmed. Yasmin was excited. She was going to suck the most powerful dick in the world. Besides the bragging rights, she genuinely liked Azrael. She was attracted to him physically, from his handsome rugged face to his scarred up muscular body. Yasmin also admired his character and the person beneath the surface. He was a genius visionary with a dark sense of humor. They were perfect for each other, she thought. Yasmin caught herself walking quickly to the elevator to get to her domicile. She took a hot shower and slipped into a dark purple lace outfit. She styled her long curly hair and applied a little makeup and a dash of perfume. She arrived at the Imperial penthouse ahead of schedule. Yasmin rang the bell and waited by the and waited by the elevator to Azrael's domicile. She thought she heard a sound she could never heard from any of Azrael's many homes. Music. Yasmin could clearly hear the aggressive bass line of some type of melody. The elevator dinged and she boarded the glass car to the top floor. Azrael was awaiting her at the door in an open black silk robe, exposing his scarred muscular chest and metal frame. Indeed, Robotica Satanica by Volta was blasting from the speakers through the door. It was something dark, demonic. Yasmin paid it no mind and went ahead through the door. 
Greetings, Yasmin Diamond, the imposter Azrael said to Yasmin, barely over the sound of the music. Hey, Yasmin said, displaying a, sh- a shy side Azrael had never seen before. The archdemon had no time for small talk or pleasantries. This was a booty call, plain and simple. The devil leaned in and kissed her gently first, and then he tried to put his tongue down her throat and succeeded. He groped her breast and her buttocks as they made their way to the floor on the polar bear rug. Yasmin lay on her back while the devil kissed her from her lips to her toes. He came back up and pleased her pleasured her with oral sex until she nearly climaxed. He mounted her missionary style, kissing her gently and passionately. Later, he flipped her over aggressively and ravished her doggy style. He pulled her long hair in his fist and spanked her like a sinful, naughty girl. She orgasmed over and over as he choked her into brutal ecstasy. They must have made love for hours in a moment of fleeting euphoria. The devil turned her over to drink in her soul from her large brown eyes. He climaxed inside of her and released his demonic seed. Godium, the devil spoke in Latin as he ejaculated his cursed semen. Angre et He continued in a dead language as he commanded his legions of demonic sperm to find their target. Yasmin moaned in pleasure. She had never had sex like that, ever, and she had been around. The devil rolled off her and put on his pants. That was incredible, Yasmin breathed. She sat up on the emperor-sized mattress and covered her small, perky breast. Wow, you ever hear of pulling out? Yasmin said as an ample amount of white semen dripped from inside her. The devil ignored her inquiry and gave her instructions. Get dressed and get the fuck out, Azrael commanded over the roar of the devil's music. You don't have to be a jerk about it, she snapped. I knew this was a mistake. Yasmin muttered to herself. Guess I gotta spend $5,000 on a plan B, she grumbled as she slipped into her lace gown. I wouldn't do that if I were you, the devil Azrael suggested. Do what, she asked. Attempt a chemical abortion. My seed is very potent, the devil promised, but does not kill it, only makes it stronger, he warned in a voice that was not Azrael's. I see, Yasmin replied, noting the change without alerting her awareness. She used to be a spy and learned how to play poker very well. It was all starting to make sense. That wasn't Azrael. She didn't know who it was or how that consciousness got into his body, but it was not the man she knew for over 12 years. You picked a hell of a time to start a family, Yasmin said, buttoning up her long trench coat. Hell of a time indeed, the demonic Azrael said with a wide eye and a devilish grin. He walked her to the door, only to lock it after Yasmin got into the elevator. There were no hugs or kisses, just a long walk of shame. What are the odds? Yasmin considered as she headed to the lower floors in the elegant glass elevator. What are the chances that I just got fucked by the devil? She thought to herself, by the time the biblical book of Revelations had a Christian, had a non-Christian cult following, it was the most read, most talked about, most debated book of the age. Although Christianity was outlawed with the punishment of death, 
by crucifixion, people could not stop talking about the scriptures in comparison to current events. Although it was illegal to own a Bible, Yasmin owned a digital encrypted copy of Revelations. She showered off the sex and made a cup of green tea. Yasmin curled up next to a large body pillow and studied the cryptic text on her table. She whispered the scriptures softly while noting uncanny similarities. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his head wound was healed, Yasmin read. Yes, I saw it with my own eyes. I could see straight through the wound on the back of his head, she spoke. And all the world marveled and followed the beast, so they worshipped the dragon who gave the authority to the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Yasmin read from Revelations 13.3. Wow, Azrael totally got smoked and the world is in awe of his recovery, Yasmin read on. Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots, and of all the abominations of the earth, she read before falling asleep.